Today's subject is to talk about the Sabbath. Now, you may say, Glenn, that's kind of an Old Testament. Let's talk for a moment about Sunday. Let's call that our Sabbath and what it is and maybe what it has been in the past and better still, what it's meant to be for us always. I remember, and this is one of these I remember when things, when I grew up, and that would be true of several of you here, that uh, it was easier to observe Sabbath because the culture around us helped us. Number one, there was no place open to go shopping. You remember that? You could go to a drugstore, one of those in the neighborhood. Maybe one gas station would be open. Other than that, you didn't have to worry about it. You were not going to buy it on a Sunday because the place was shut down. So that took one of the elements out of what Sunday has become and help control what we did. There were a few things that, there were actually were laws in the books that are mostly gone now that we call blue laws that uh, tried to control the Sabbath, what was open, what you could do. And most of those, some may still be on the books but are not in force. Some have long since disappeared. Society used to help us. Now we have to learn to help ourselves. We want to discover one of God's great gifts for us. For Jesus says, it's something that's given to us. It's not something that's made so we can keep it, but it keeps us. It's what helps us. It's something that God gives so we, as a part of his creation, can come to know him. Can delight in being a part of what he's doing and can live our lives out in the best way possible together. Now, to start with, when you talk about Sabbath, you need to know in the description of the Old Testament, it is a day of rest. You know, if you look in Exodus, though it is one of the Ten Commandments, it precedes them in its, in its practice. In chapter 16, when the people of Israel begin their journey in the wilderness, one way that God gives order to that journey and to their lives, he institutes the Sabbath day. They remember that when he gave them the manna to eat and the quail that came in, that what God said to them, on six days you shall gather, on the seventh day you shall rest. And each day they could gather one day's provisions, no more than one day, because if you did, it would simply spoil. But if you waited to Saturday on the seventh, sixth day, you could gather for an extra day so that on the Sabbath day you didn't go and work. That's the first thing. took them 40 years to get that ingrained into them, to understand what it's about. Even today, it is the central part of the Jewish expression of their faith is the Sabbath. You need to understand for them, for many years when they were, uh, there was no temple nor synagogue, nor tent of meeting to which they could go. It was the Sabbath that helped them focus their lives and their faith together. So the Sabbath is a central part of who they are, what God wants of us, and reminds us that we need it. We need it, first of all, because we need to rest. Sometimes I look out over this crowd, I look at you and say, I think you need a nap. I'm not trying to bring it on, by the way, but I've seen sometimes folks are just kind of, oh, the weekend's been a little more than I wanted, and I, I'm here, I'm here, but I really need to rest. 
And it's good news because even before it says anything about worship and other parts, it is a day of rest. Now, anybody who has a uh, small child, toddler, that kind of age, knows that during the middle of the day, they need a nap. And if for some reason they don't get that nap, what happens? We were with our grandchildren a few weeks ago, and Emma Kate, the two-year-old, was just having too much fun one day to take a nap. I mean, life was at its best. Sister was playing, grandparents were there, were at the beach, and she did not want to take a nap, and they could not get her to. So about 7.30, we all paid the price because Emma Kate did not get her nap. She was just plain too tired. You have been there? Too tired to even want to sleep. And we did. Finally, she crashed, of course, and, and it ended. And we went on. We tried to make sure she got naps after that because naps are good. And we all can have, you know, there's, there's several kinds of, of needs for rest. There can be the, the healthy need that comes when we've done a good day's physical labor and our body is tired and we take nourishment of some kind and we just sit down and let our body relax. That is a wonderful kind of tired because you can rest and you can get over it. And you can move on to what, you can get refreshed again and move on to what's going to be next. But sometimes we just get too tired. That kind of tired that we haven't taken time in our body and mind and spirit to rest. And every day seems to run on like the next one. And week after week seem to have no difference with them. And we never take a break missing what Sabbath is about. It is what God offers for us that we can learn about him. There's some questions you might think to ask if we were talking about kind of putting the Sabbath as a whole into practice here. You may wonder is, well, which day of the week does it have to come on? Uh, does it, uh, can we float that day in any given week? You know, one week it doesn't work. Can I break it up into hours, by the way, just in case I can't carve out a whole day at one time? Did Jesus teach Sabbath in the New Testament? Does the Sabbath have to be a full day or can it be a part of a day? Can I shop and mow my lawn on the Sabbath day? What do you know about the Sabbath? Sabbath is keeping a rest. But the rest is reminding us that you and I are not the infinite ones there are limits to us. To know that we are not the ones in control is to believe that for one day I can stop and trust that God will take care of things. That God will watch over us. He will protect us and I can rest. Not having to keep my mind on my work or all the activities, but letting it go. Three practices best make up the Sabbath. One is to know that we rest, that we are those people who need that time out, whether it's a nap or something else, maybe a different kind of activity from work because for some people, working in their yard is not really work. Can you imagine that? That's true for some people. It is more relaxing, better for them than a nap might be for someone else. It's something that God offers for us. He wants us to rest. There are three things that you should probably keep out of the Sabbath. One, you learn to keep work out. I mean the official kind of work. 
the kind that you make a, a living at, the kind that consumes the other six days, you meant to find a way to push all of that to one place or the other and simply stop when it comes to Sabbath day and rest from those things. To do that gives you a chance to replenish. It's about gaining not just physical strength, but your mind gets renewed and your spirit gets renewed and relationships can be developed. You, you can know that if you're not doing well, if you come to, the, to that day and you find you still don't have time for the people who are most important to you, then you're being too busy. You're not taking time to rest. Another way that we can celebrate the Sabbath, of course, is to, is to exclude work from it and also to exclude the buying and the selling, that is, to stop going to the store. Now, folks say, that's un-American, Glenn. You're getting into my, my habits now and you're bothering me. But I'm telling you, if you learn to not go shop, by the way, eventually all the places won't stay open if you don't shop. Now, there's somebody out there's going to. I suggest that if you open the door and look across at the Kroger parking lot, it's probably more full than ours. It probably is. I've, I've looked out and seen folks who just got to wait to Sunday to shop. Well, my suggestion is learn to not shop on a Sunday. Maybe the company that helps us see that the best, I read from the the um, webpage of Chick-fil-A, and this is what it says. Our founder, Truett Cathy, made the decision to close on Sundays in 1946 when he opened his first restaurant in Hapeful, Georgia. He was often shared that this decision was as much practical as spiritual. He believed that all franchises of Chick-fil-A operators and their restaurant employees should have an opportunity to rest spend time with family and friends, and worship if they choose to do so. That's why a Chick-fil-A restaurants are closed on Sundays. Then he adds at the end, it is part of our recipe for success. And it is, as a company, it's very successful. I would say that if you and I can take that as an example, to set aside that day where we don't buy, we don't sell, we simply take time to be with loved ones and friends, to rest, to come to worship, to renew our spirit in each way so that he can begin to use us. A third thing I want you to put down on the Sabbath to eliminate from your life on that day is worry. I mean, just turn it off the day before the Sabbath and say, I'm going to let God take care of that. Let him trust him. He's the one who can watch over us. The need to stare there on Monday, know that he'll be with you to deal with the issues that you might be worrying about. It's something we learn to do. How do you put the Sabbath day practice into work? First of all, you have to do it by setting aside time. And when you do that, when you eliminate some of those things, there's a wonderful thing that happens to you. All of a sudden, you have time on your hands that is as yet unclaimed. And that's wonderful, isn't it? I mean, if you don't go shopping on Sunday, if you don't do work on Sunday, if you don't worry on Sunday, there are some hours left in your day. Now, of course, there's time for that nap that some people just love to take. And if that's what you are, then go nap to your heart's content. That's a wonderful thing to do on a Sunday. Find other things, though, that may delight you, for it is made for rest, 
It's made for worship. And it's made for delight. A time when you can enjoy the people and the experiences that are important to you. A time when not only your mind is renewed, your heart, relationships, and your spirit. We will never grow spiritually well till we learn to give God space and time to grow in us. Sabbath is an answer to the chaos life creates. God has a plan for us. It is a revolutionary idea for you to not shop on Sundays. Isn't it? It's like saying, how are they going to keep the businesses open if I don't do that on Sunday? But you know, I hope they'll stay open the other six days well and profit from it. But give the Sabbath day as a day of rest. It is a way that we come to experience what God is doing for us. Eugene Peterson <clears throat> who wrote the message as Bible, said this, No other about Sabbath keeping in his life. No other behavior change has brought so many unintended but welcome benefits to my life of faith and my work as a pastor as to observe the Sabbath. C.S. Lewis said, I believe that we are far too easily pleased regarding our lives and our spiritual lives. Saying we need to want more than simply what our culture will give us. We learn to take it back, to set parameters around us and our family in a way that we can grow healthy in love with God and in love with each other. I mentioned to you my S3 group, that's a group of preachers that I go with and we visit the different islands off of the coast of Georgia. But you need to know part of our covenant with each other is to be a Sabbath group. We learn to spend time together in rest. You may not know this, but probably most people who work at least on the program staff of churches are among the hardest people to get to observe a Sabbath. I wonder why. They're all working on Sunday, you know. And we have to find ways to rest. We encourage you to do the same. It took 40 years for the people of Israel to finally get it right. To understand that it's not just an act of walking into the sanctuary and sitting down for an hour. Maybe add Sunday school to it. It's about how you spend that day. Resting. And in worship and in things that delight God and you together. What is it going to be like? The stakes are high and the benefits can be enormous. But how will you choose to celebrate the Sabbath? More than an hour? I hope. Let that be just one anchor in the middle. Hopefully a good night's rest comes before that hour of worship. And a great afternoon of celebrating with those you love follows it. But remember the Sabbath day. It says in the scripture, and keep it holy. A great, wonderful way God orders life for us if we pay attention. Would you pray with me? Our Father, we thank you that you know what life is meant to be like. You've drawn boundaries around it and said to us, and those commands of yours. This is where good, healthy living is found. And Father, we found when we are outside of those, 
we pay a price with the kind of life and the culture we create. But inside of it, Father, we find peace, a depth of living that's greater than others and we might have imagined, and a life together in our faith, in our families, in our friends. Open us, Lord, to what you desire this day from us. In Jesus we ask. Amen.